Hey, welcome back. Michelle Sparks with you, illuminating anorexia, eating, self and body concerns. Great to have your company. If someone was to ask you, how do you get free from disordered eating, eating disorders, wonder what you would say. You know, there are a number of things that we need to put in place to learn to discover in order to get free of disordered eating behaviours and beliefs. But I really believe there are three foundational truths that when embodied, embraced and experienced, they are the foundations of freedom, of healthy self and body acceptance, of a life that is free to be lived as a person that you that fits your design, that fits the way you've been wired not just in your body, but in your soul. So those three pillars, I've spoken about two, and I'm just going to re recap them. The first is that value is your birthright, though it may not be your experience. So what do I mean by that? I'll come back and explain. But value is your birthright. That is the first pillar. And a couple of episodes ago, I went deeper into that. The second thing is that your body is your home. It's not an object to be used, abused or exploited. It is the home in which you live. And the third pillar is that in a world of uncertainty, you can experience a security rooted deep within you that can anchor you through the uncertainties of life. And that's really key. So at the heart of disordered eating, I see value, acceptance and security as very key issues. I think the eating disorder solution actually ramps up our anxiety in these areas. We are trying to shore up for ourselves value, acceptance, belonging, security and as we go on the eating disorder path it actually takes us further away from the experience of those things than we could ever imagine. We get locked up on a treadmill of performing to earn our worth and to make ourselves feel safe by controlling numbers and calories and kilograms, by controlling our appearance, by trying to control our performance. We measure ourselves by a whole lot of externals. And because we never feel quite good enough, the bar just gets higher. We have to run harder, jump higher, go further and it's impossible. We end up chasing our tail. The lie is that perfection is possible or that we can get enough happening to make our world secure. But you know what? The reality is our world is not secure. It is uncertain. Um, our health is uncertain. Our relationships are uncertain. Our circumstances can shift and change. All of these things are subject to change. And because of that, it means that if we don't have a really good foundation of value and security, we will get shaken when our life shakes, when the things, the circumstances, the relationships, our body weight, our appearance, our age, the things that can concern us, the things that we judge our value on, when they shake and they will shake because they cannot remain constant and 
100% secure. It just is not reality. So what do we do? Where do we anchor our trust, our security? Where is our value? I asked that in a couple of episodes ago. And I encourage you to go back and listen to that. So that's the first pillar of truth, that value is your birthright. It may not be your experience. And by that, I mean to say that, you know, people have all sorts of experiences growing up in life. And for many reasons, a person can feel like they have not really anchored deeply into a place of value. There is a teaching that says um, that our sense of security is formed very much in the early years of our life and it's it's formed through touch and affectionate touch and that can be missing for the most innocent of reasons it's that attachment that that secure attachment to a parent some of us will have a better experience of that than others but some people may not have experienced a really secure attachment or a constant secure attachment and so they really struggle to feel secure and to to feel that their value is a given that it just simply exists they feel like they have to we all feel like this to a degree don't get me wrong we all feel like this to a degree that we have to be a certain way um, perform in a certain way have certain you know as we grow up in life all of us different things um, are valued in our homes, in our schools, in our societies, different things are valued. And as that is mirrored back to us, we absorb those values. We internalize them. And then we come to express them as our self-esteem, our self-value. But they are outside things that are dictating to us our value. Whereas what I'm saying is that there is a value beyond our experience that is absolutely rock solid in my opinion, in my belief system, and in my framework, my worldview, and that is that we are created with worth and value. We cannot lose it. It doesn't depend on our performance, our age, our appearance, um, our material success. It is a fact of our birth. It's our birthright. And, you know, life does uh, shift and change circumstances shift and change and you know for me really learning this at a deep level happened when I was 21 and I was recovering I was still disordered eating really I was in a normal or healthy weight range you know from the outside I probably looked okay but inside I was still very much on that diet binge cycle that I've described previously and um, I really judged myself according to how well I was doing, not only in uh, with my weight or food control, but with my academic performance, with my personality, how I was relating to people socially. They were all the markers of my um, worth and value. And then at 21, I injured my back in quite a profound way that, um, you know, I felt for a long season there, I really couldn't do the things that I thought made me valuable and I felt like I couldn't even be the person that, you know, the, the sort of um, bright personality that I had felt locked up inside this body of pain that I couldn't express myself and I went through a really deep and difficult soul searching period through that, trying to find, well, if I can't do the things that I think give me value, where is my value? And I remember reading lots of different things, I was picking up lots of books and 
I was looking at uh, mysticism and, and different philosophies and really trying to find the answer. I felt I had this image that I was like a, a shopper walking down the aisle of the shopping market, picking up, you know, one item after the other and looking at the what's in the in in that item and going tick tick oh no yes yes no I could never find anything that really sat with me as the answer many things had different um, ingredients that were appealing but it just I had more questions than answers and uh, for me the beginning of that really different new journey was through a door of faith it was a it was um, yeah getting introduced to the God I had pretty much rejected through my own religious experience I'd rejected the God who I came to discover was a beautiful God and uh, I he was not the God I had known I had known a um, you know a difficult father um, a God that if I didn't do the right thing I'd get you know smacked up the side of the head and bad things would happen and I would be punished it was a really um, difficult God but what I discovered at 21, actually I didn't discover it until I was 24, the intervening years were really a, a period of searching for me. And um, yeah, that was the beginning of a whole new discovery. I hadn't arrived, I'd just begun at the very beginning of discovering that there was a creator, a God, who was very different to the way I had pictured him earlier. He was loving and he was gracious and he was compassionate and merciful and good good in a way that I didn't I was only you know at the very beginning of beginning to understand and that journey has continued to this day so that's like mm, 23 30 about 30 years oh gosh I don't know what was I 24 I'm 55 so it's uh 31 years of walking that journey and I'm I haven't arrived I keep learning and um you know I'm not I I haven't arrived I will keep discovering for the rest of my days but I have found through the passage of time that as different life circumstances have come and relationships have come and gone and health has come and gone and different things, uh, different things in which I've had my security as they have shifted and changed around me I've, I've found that the roots of my security and the foundations of my sense of worth and value have gone down into a place that is very secure it's as I said I haven't arrived but it's very secure so when the storms of life come now I I I get blown around but my root system has gone deeply into a place that that I I just am so grateful for so back to these pillars value is your birthright it may not be your experience but it can be your experience if you have not experienced that kind of unconditional value in your formative years or if that's been lost along the way you can rediscover that you really can both with people and also with the one that created you with worth and value to not just know it in your head but to experience it as a reality and you know I found too that the more I those those lies about my worth and value were dismantled the more I could receive that truth deep inside and sit in a place of rest not having to prove myself not having to prove my worth and value not having to uh, perform for my security doesn't mean that I don't work hard it doesn't mean that I don't um, you know um, exercise 
those those qualities that I believe are important for me and that I want to grow in and develop in because I value them and I know that as I value them other people value them too like I said in the last episode kindness a listening ear a willingness to give people the space and the grace to be who they are and to take the journey of life that's in front of them you know we're all walking our own path a path that no one else knows exactly what that's like because they don't walk in our shoes they can be empathic they can be sympathetic they can be encouraging and supportive but ultimately we each walk our own journey and that's a wonderful thing so value is your birthright your body is your home and I was saying in uh, the last episode that I really do think being able to value your body uh, esteem respect nurture honor your body a lot of that is tied up with our ability to value ourselves. to find ourselves as valuable and worthwhile really helps us to treat our body with value and respect and I was saying there's also some practices that we can do both in the value area and in the body area that can help us not only know our intrinsic worth and value but um, appreciate it more fully as we do those things that reflect value back to us as we do those practices that help us live inside our skin in a way that appreciates our body appreciates the fact that we can feel the warmth on our skin we can feel the breeze on our face we can taste we can taste food we can smell fragrances we can see beauty we can hear things we can experience Uh, deep feelings deep emotions love grief good and bad but we can experience things that are make us so glad to be alive and human and in our body you know to have that experience so your body is your home not an object to be used abused or exploited and the final pillar which I've kind of ta- I've, I, I kind of can't separate them really is that in a world of uncertainty which is certainly our experience that we can experience a security within us that goes deep inside and can really um, be like a rock when the storms and the winds of life blow when the storms of life come where is our security what are we anchoring that into because life is not certain for any of us things can change and um, you know one day we will not be here that's the truth for all of us it's not one we talk about a lot but it is a truth so where is our security and I spoke into that a little bit in the last episode too about um, what do you believe what's your worldview I know for me my world I didn't know there was a time I didn't know I didn't know if you know we were reincarnated or uh, I didn't know what to believe But what I believe now is that um, we are created with worth and value and that we go on forever and that we're we're designed to go on forever in the presence of love and it's that's I've discovered in a Christian worldview that's my worldview and that has given me a real sense of peace that even beyond this life and the uncertainty of this life and the uncertainty of my health and the uncertainty of you know circumstances there's a something that goes deeper down some people might say oh that's just you know um, a security blanket or whatever well I've been glad to have it I've been glad to find that 
to feel that reality, not just as a mental thing, as I said before, but as somewhere I can go that um, really does help me rest in the storms of life. I still struggle. I'm not, I'm not perfect, of course. Far from it. And I haven't arrived, and I don't expect to this side of eternity. But, um, boy, my security feels so much more deep-rooted. I feel much more secure inside and in my skin and in my circumstances despite the shifts around me. And, um, yeah, and I really have got to say, for me, that has been, uh, my faith space has been a wonderful anchor for all of that. Value being my birthright, my body being my home in which I live and move and enjoy life. So I, I treasure it. I didn't always. I beat it up badly. I gave it a really hard time. And I'm really sorry I did that for so long because my body has suffered. And, um, you know, if I could say to a younger person listening, your body deserves your respect. And I know that it's not easy to hear that sometimes when you're, you know, all you're thinking about is you're driven by fear to control calories and kilograms. But that fear often runs on the on the back of a belief that you don't have value apart from your performance. So I'm here to tell you that you do have value apart from your performance, apart from how you look, what you weigh, how you perform, your so-called success in life, materially or otherwise. If you can know and really discover your value at a deep level and experience that and embody that, you will treat your body with respect, you'll nurture your body and you know you won't get so knocked around in the storms of life which come for us all. So three pillars of truth or three pillars of that will help you get really free from disordered eating, self and body concerns. Not just you know swap one level of anxiety for another but start to really get deeply free and secure as much as we can in this ongoing journey of life on planet Earth. Lovely talking to you. Shoot me your questions, um, your concerns. Disagree with me. I love that. Please don't, you know, I, I would really love to hear from you. Whatever you're thinking, good, bad, indifferent, love your feedback. And until next time, travel well. Mm-hmm.